What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson. And today's episode, we're going to talk about the controversy that we've been hearing for the past couple of weeks. I'm telling you, it's been insane so far in these couple of weeks. I mean, we're going to discuss about the Joe Biden fallout with Spotify, the hypocrisy in regards to the web song that was made by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, and of course, the backlash that Netflix is receiving right now due to a poor marketing choice for a movie release. Yep. It's a messy one. It's a messy episode we'll be dealing today, you know? It's a doozy. And I will be discussing some of these subjects, what I believe in, what can you learn from it, and how to avoid these very easy mistakes. Because believe it or not, it may look like next level mistakes, but in reality, it all started with one small little mistake and it blew it up out of proportion, so... We're definitely going to talk about it. It's a lot to talk about, but uh, but I will try my best to fit all these subjects into this one episode. If not, it's okay. Not the end of the world. We'll still, we're still going to talk about it. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and of course, as well, the YouTube channel at thelonewolfpod.com that's lonewolfpod.com where you can check all my latest episodes you can also follow me at any of my social media at wolves and music for any recent updates any of the episodes clips and whatnot and hey guys if you guys have got a topic that you guys want me to talk about or discuss or something hit me up on my social medias and We'll bring it up on the next episode, okay, guys? So without further ado, let's get started. This is the Lower Podcast. The fuck? I just wonder, what if I can actually recreate these voice sounds that I was with? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Here we go. Ah, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I managed to find my own voice samples on my next vocal pack. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. Before we get started, I know, I know we missed one Friday episode. I get it. I am here. Let me tell you guys something. It was Labor Day weekend and I deserve to enjoy Labor Day with my family, you know? So I just wanted to spend time with them and I just say like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll just, it's one day I will come back with bigger stuff. And would you know that this episode is going to be one of those bigger episodes? I'm trying to gonna make it small, but not big enough that it's going to be long enough and tedious. But I will get straight to the point on most of these and what I believe in. And like the title of the episode, it's a controversy episode. That's right, guys. We're going to talk about the controversy that we've been hearing for the past couple of days. Weeks, actually, to be more precise. For starters, let's start with the the Joe Biden fallout with Spotify. Let's talk about that very quickly, you know. So for those of you who don't know who Joe Biden is, Joe Biden was a former well-known rapper in the hip-hop scene. For those of you who guys never heard of him, I'll tell you what, you have heard of him. You have. He's literally the one-hit wonder artist from Bump It Up. Like, bump, bump, bump it up. Bump, 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 bump it up. 
Yeah. That's right. The son that you've heard of it from movies like Too Fast, Too Furious, and You Got Served? Yes. That guy. Believe it or not, that guy had a long trajectory uh, as a rapper, but it didn't fly off that well. At least in the way I looked at it. The way I did my research on him. He didn't fly off that well. He joined with Eminem's um, uh, label and created a like a boy band. To be honest, it is a boy band. I mean, it's a group of rappers all together. They call themselves Slaughterhouse, in which it's all based on roots, like the old school roots of rap and hip hop, in which, you know, it's all GG gangsters and roasting one another and shit like that, you know? And I think it was more of a freestyle boy band. I don't know. But yeah, they, they went to Slaughterhouse. They weren't that big. They weren't well known. I mean, I'll, I'll kid you not, his entire career as a rapper did not fly off after Pump It Up. Like, to be honest, any other songs, it wasn't that big of a deal. But surprisingly, he still remained relevant in the music industry. And he also performed in, um, well, not performed, but played a part in Love and Hip Hop New York because he's from New York. And obviously, those reality shows it shows you all, all the hip hop artists, you know, and their love interests and whatnot. And. Basically, it's just a drama, like any other reality show. You know, it's all fucking drama. And and then he also did his his podcast. It's called the Joe Budden Podcast. Very good. I love listening to his uh, episodes. I used to listen to it faithfully, all of them, until certain topics went a little bit like left field and and right, and then super co- like controversial or hip hypocrite out of out of him and i stopped watching it so i only listened to his clips and i want to see what's the title of his clips and you know stuff and yeah because even though he's good at what he does there's certain things that you know he's wrong and he doesn't want to admit it and that's some of the stuff that we're gonna talk about with his fallout with spotify so so I just want to give an, I want to give you guys a little bio of who Joe Biden is. You know, he, he is somebody in the industry. I mean, he does the state of the culture and he's done a couple of interviews with Breakfast Club. Um, other than that, Love and Hip Hop and Joe Biden podcast, like probably complex with um ah he he did this show with academics. Um pff, I don't know, academics the bozo. I don't know. I I, I blanked out. But yeah, now he's like his main job and focus is right there, the the Joe Biden podcast, along with his um, co-host, um, Rory, Maul, and then Parts. And you guys are wondering, okay, so you give me the his their bio, what he does. So what's going on with him? Why is it related to us? Well, here's the thing. What I like about Joe Biden is that he has no filters. Um, and he always looks out for people when it comes to music industry related shit like contracts and marketing and other shit you know like because he's been through it all he's been signed to labels he's been signed to songs he's been signed to contracts and agencies and and managements and lawyers and here they're like he knows the ins and outs of the industry itself like because he knows so i like to listen to it and i suggest some of you guys if you guys ever listening to what goes on mostly on the hip-hop scene i mean you 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 go listen to the Joe Biden podcast. I recommend him, you know. Some of them are going to be like, uh, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And yes, I agree. And that's where we're going to talk about. We're going to go right now into this. So now that I give you 
about what Joe Biden is and who he is and why we're discussing about it. Recently, he had a deal with Spotify that lasted two uh, two years, I believe, in which Spotify wanted to release his podcast. So Spotify is going to give him money in exchange I want your show in our platform. Obviously, the only availability is the audio version because Spotify hasn't released a video version yet that we know of. Maybe soon they're actually going to start doing that. I don't know. But yeah, they haven't released a video version and they signed on Joe Biden for two years. This was two years ago. And yeah, they paid and it's like, we want you to post your episodes two times a week on Spotify, the audio clips exclusively to Spotify. That means that you cannot post it on SoundCloud. You cannot post it on on iHeart or Apple Podcasts. Any audio platform right now cannot be posted. Only Spotify. Spotify has the exclusive audio clips for it for any of the episodes. Granted, you can still use your video YouTube to post your the full episode in in the video version, but the audios Spotify will keep that. So they did that two years. The numbers went well. I mean, they did great for for what I've read in the all these articles and as well from Joe Biden. The contract is about to be finished. So I guess in this part, in this portion is where, you know, let's renegotiate the deal. Let's renew this contract and renegotiate and try to get more money because that's usually what happens when you're when you're signed to a management or an agency or a label. Usually at the end of the contract, there's a clause that in which um, re- gives you the option to renew if you actually sign that off with said person. So when the, when the contract reads, it's like, hey, you know, you're like 90 days away for the to to end this contract. Do you want to renew it? Yes. All right. Let's renew it. Um, OK, let's negotiate. Like, do you want the same deal or what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So obviously it becomes a back and forth and. It's a good thing I talk about this because this also applies to everything in the world. It's especially music contracts. When you're signed to a label and the label tells you, like, I want this song of yours, release on your song. There is a clause in which, like, once this song is like 10, 20 years old, you can have your you can renegotiate your song. And then if you want, we can keep it and give you more royalties out of it or don't negotiate it and the song is yours, but, you know, we're no longer going to support it. Stuff like that happens in the music industry. Absolutely. Especially um, more, more, more closer outside of the music industry on a car dealership. When you go and lease a car, you, you negotiate um, a terms of the car. So three years, 36 months, basically. And in 36 months, once the contract is about to be over after you pay every month, the dealership tells you, say, hey, here are the options to re- you either continue leasing the car or purchase the car or give the car to us and get a new one or give the car to us. And that's it. And that's why you try to negotiate with the dealership, see what, what, what we can do, what we can find and all that, that blah, blah, blah. Same thing is happening in the music world, in the music and any other contracts. Guarantee. So we're now going to go talk about the fallout. So that made it very publicly. So apparently... It did not go well because according to Joe Budden, Spotify wanted a huge chunk of the of the podcast. Like, I don't know, like it's it was a huge amount and they want to be exclusive to it. And they want to they want the podcast and the video to be exclusive. And Joe Budden is like, all right, cool. If you want that, then this is what I'm worth. I want this. And Spotify is like, uh, 
what? No. What? Yeah, I'm one this. I'm uh, I'm worth $250 million. So I won $250 million contract for if you guys want my show. And yeah, Spotify went like, uh, yeah, no, pass. Um, looks like we'll have to let go. That's basically what happened. Sp according to Spotify, they tried their best to ne negotiate the terms and find other ways in which they can pay money to Joe Budden. But Joe Budden was sticking his ground. It's like, no. I'm worth 250. I want 250. I don't want less than that because I know how much you guys make and I'm the owner of this show. So I deserve some own black ownership. Blah, blah, blah. It became a huge back and forth shit because everybody started going to Spotify at the same time, starting going to Joe Budden because Joe Budden doesn't realize that you're not worth 250 million dollars. That's a ridiculous amount of money to To put the cojones to let a corporate know it's like, ah, you better pay me $250 while I'm walking out. <laughs> that's me spitting on the side so I won't spit on the microphone or on the camera. But that's literally me going like, get the fuck out of here, Joe, buddy. You are worth shit. Granted, I love it that you actually took the cojones and let them know your worth. That I know what I'm worth of. But $250? Fuck you, bro. Joe, the Joe Rodden podcast is not even worth $250. And, he's, and his numbers are higher than you. Way higher. But no, Joe Budden and his ego wanted it to be compared that like, I'm a network. I'm, I'm with, I'm the same level as the Ringer. I'm the same level as the Joe Rogan. I'm the same level as this, this, and that. And then you're like, what? You're not a network, dude. Straight up. You're just a one podcast show. That you can actually compete with these networks that have multiple podcast shows and you're outsmarting them? Yeah, you're not a network. You only have one show and that's it. There's no other network. There's no nothing else. And you can't put yourself on Love and Hip Hop because that's a different show owned by MTV, I believe. I believe. I don't, don't quote me on that, but I think it was owned by, it, it's owned by MTV. So you don't own that. You're just an employee. State of the culture. You don't own State of the Culture. You're a host for that show, but you don't own it. P. Diddy owns that. That's his network, not yours. So outside of that, and outside of the Joe Biden podcast, what other shows you own? Not employed, not host, own. None. Just one, the Joe Biden podcast. So yeah, he owns shit, only his own show. Every other thing is he's an employee. What got me riled up about this is because for two things. Number one, he started riling up against Spotify, one of the biggest platforms in the music industry. Like try to choke them and cut them throats completely. Like that's the biggest burn bridge you could ever do. Knowing Spotify is the future. Guarantee Spotify is going to be next level shit. You just burn a huge bridge with it. And and it's not only that. It's that it's the fact that hypocrisy and the, the controversy that comes out of his fucking mouth saying like I'm worth 250. And it all becomes like it all boils down because he says like I've seen the numbers. I should be get, getting paid more. I should get paid more. Where's my bonus? You gave bonus to other people. Why shouldn't you give me bonuses? That's some white corporate shit. I'm like, uh, do you have any idea what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, 
I'm sorry, bro. You're not Jay-Z. And that's what makes me mad. He acts like he has Jay-Z money. Like he has Jay-Z money and Jay-Z power. You can learn from Jay-Z and you can have all the moves. Would you be able to have the same level of status as Jay-Z? It all depends on you. But you're no Jay-Z. At this moment, you're not Jay-Z. And he's talking big shit as if, as if he's Jay-Z. Demanding them, letting them know it's like I should get paid and whatnot. And I should get paid more. I'm pretty sure Spotify, because I know in every label, they always try to try to reel you in with some deal. It's like, all right, all right, all right. Here's the thing. We can't pay you 250. That's a ridiculous amount. This is how much we can pay you. 180. 180. And you can still keep on YouTube. And but the audio is still with us. 180. And then you get like 50-50 on the royalties. I'm pretty sure because most of these people, they do not want to let it go. They do not want to let go to something that's good. But if shit ain't working, they'll cut the corners. They'll do it. Why? Because that's corporate. That's what happens. If you start bat-mouthing corporate, yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're just another employee. We'll replace you with another one. And I think that's the problem with Joe Budden. I think that was his biggest problem. That he thought that Spotify will come around and give him the money. Like, no. Spotify immediately kicked him out. It's like, all right, fuck you, bro. We're not going to give you shit. And I think that's why he's so mad and he's back talking shit to Spotify through his podcast and through his tweeters and whatnot. Well, he didn't realize that he's he's not at an le executive level, but he's an employee. And when you're under a contract as an employee, the money that they give you that you negotiate, that's the money that you're going to get. When you negotiate turns, try to get a little bit more and a little bit more and so on, so on, so on. But you don't just go ahead and demand, give me the same amount as this. As, the, as this person, you know, like, it's, it's suicide, bro. It's, it's, what the fuck, bro? That's ridiculous. And that's why I kept reading and reading and reading more. I did more research. And yeah, it's basically, that's what it is. That dude demanded so much money that he believed that, that, that Spotify is like, we cannot let him go. But Spotify did what any other corporate did. If an employee is not doing, it's, it's doing well, they don't want to let go, but they don't want to negotiate the terms. And all right, bye. We got other more coming along. You're an, you're an expendable person. We can easily replace you. And that's what corporate did. And so he went on a mad rage rampage with Spotify, with F Spotify and everybody, and F Charlemagne the God. For those of you who don't know Charlemagne the God, Charlemagne the God is a radio syndicate that's been working with the Breakfast Club for 10 years. He's well known from Docky of the Day. He has done books with uh, Black Privilege and Shook One Anxieties. And he's also partnered with Andrew Schultz on the Brilliant Idiots podcast. I recommend everybody to listen to the Brilliant Idiots podcast. That's an, a genius podcast. Like I laugh my ass off with that podcast. It's the one of the best ones I've ever heard. I recommend people to listen to it. But yeah, he starts bat-mouthing Charlemagne the God because, you know, Charlemagne like, is telling Joe Biden, it's like, hey, Joe Biden, shut the fuck up. Like, that, if you're not, if you didn't get the money that you want, that's because you don't know how to negotiate, which is true. And this is the second part of the controversy of why he, he fucked up. 
he start bath mouthing Charlemagne the God. And because Charlemagne, as a radio host, you're here to report your facts and opinions. And he did. He basically told Joe Biden, like, that means that you didn't reach out into a conclusion. You didn't do a good job or a good deal. Like, you should have done better. Like, you should have renegotiated. You should have your uh, reps. That's the stupid thing you could do. He and Joe Biden got heated that he just put him on blast, roasted his ass. It's like, Charlemagne, don't talk shit about me because you're a dog. Because you work on a corporate. You're an employee with corporate. I am my own man. I'm the owner of my own company, my own show. You're not owner of the or your own show. You don't have ownership of this. You don't have executive level. So you can't talk about certain things. When I heard that episode about Joe Biden talking smack about Charlemagne, I was like, damn, shots fired. Shots fired. What was Charlemagne's response to that? Oh, my God. He announced that he did a 50-50 partnership, partnership with iHeartRadio in which they're going to release what it's known, the Black Effect. The Black Effect Network, which this network consists of multiple podcast shows. Dwight Howard has his own podcast show, and he's part of that Black Effect. Well, they, he had people from the sports world, the comedy world, the maturity world, the mindfulness world, the politics world. He has, he's announced it. I got partner, uh, partner with iHeartRadio and we're doing the Black Effect Network in which we're going to release a bunch of these podcast episodes. As soon as I heard that, I said, holy Santa Claus shit. Damn. That's his response. Like, damn. He told Joe Biden. No, you shut the fuck up. I couldn't believe it. That's the best way to respond to somebody. And I agree to him. Don't ever, if you guys going to critique your, your critics, don't respond to him by talking back or writing them down. Like, no, let your actions speak, uh, speak for you. Because it's always been like this. Actions speak louder than words. And once you know it, he announces his black effect network with partnership with uh, iHeartRadio, which he has 50-50 ownership. iHeartRadio has their 50, uh, has their half of it and they, he has it. So in other terms, he's, he's an owner of a network, which Joe Biden doesn't have a network. So he's only owner of his own show. So Charlamagne, the guy told Joe Biden to shut the fuck up because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, apparently. After all those shots fired that Joe Biden was giving to Charlemagne, say, you don't know what you're doing. I'm the black. Uh, I'm a black owner. Blah, blah, blah. Charlemagne went on and said, like, I, I, I'm, I, I own half of a, of a, or a network. I'm a, I'm at executive level. What are you? You talk about black power, black empowerment and ownership and whatnot. Guess what? I am ownership. Kudos to Charlemagne. And to finish Joe Biden off, he ended the sentence with, you don't earn what you deserve, you earn what you negotiate. Bro, when Charlemagne said those words, that's it, that's it. He 
clean up the dead body, Joe Biden, you're done. That's it. Like, you can't respond to that. Like, how the fuck can you respond to that? Like, how? That is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard from anybody who's even, even from this out there. Guys, if you guys don't even recognize, if a high level person like Charlemagne gives you some tips, some word of advice of doing how to do things, take it. Take it because they're true. And you know why that's true? Because he's been through it all. When I heard those words, I was like, those are the words of a fucking high level ownership. Joe Biden can't say shit about this. Like, what the fuck can he say? And Charlemagne basically dedicated an entire episode on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, the recent one in which he returns to the studio with Andrew Schultz. And they were basically talking about that. Obviously, they were making fun of uh, Joe Budden because, um, you know, recently after the whole Spotify, like a small little smear campaign came out of no left field about, you know, her, his um, ex, ex-wife, no, not ex-wife, ex-fiance come out with some court documents about him dragging her, abusing her, shit like that. And him calling him masturbating his dog and shit and, and he and there's audio because of him on the episode about saying something like that like some weird freaky shit like it's been a weird couple of weeks with him all because he decided to open his fucking mouth and say such nonsense one of the biggest credits i give to joe Biden is that a he's a hypocrite because He's he's he says certain things and then when people call him out on those and show him receipts, he just like bites it up, like don't say anything about it. Like, yeah, like he has no words. He's literally the dog that barks and no bites. So when you show him receipts, he's like mm-hmm. a perfect example is that he interviewed Nicki Minaj in Nicki Minaj's studio and at Queen Radio. And I, I remember that. She came with receipts on him because he was talking mad shit about her and some of the uh, stupid mistakes that she was doing and blah, blah, blah. And she, and when she came to the recording radio, she was going on on him and said, like, you said this to me. Why you say that? And Joe Biden's like, I don't remember saying that. You got me confused. It's like, and she's like, no, you didn't say that. Hold on. Pull, audio, pull her phone and she press play on the shit that he, he was saying. And then he was like, Oh, well, you took it out of context because that's not what I said. It's like, bro, hypocrite, hypocrite. Also, he's a selective. Me- he has a selective memory loss in which it, it goes back to his hypocrisy. Um, He basically like say things and he forgets that he's actually said that. And when they and when you backdrop to him, he's like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It's like, dude, you say that everybody in the room says you say that. He's like, I didn't say that. I don't know what you guys are talking. It's like, dude, you just say that. Let's go back to the episode. Oh, okay. I said um, more other credits I could say about him. He's a loud mouth dumbass. Like, he needs to do more research on some of his topics because he doesn't know half of the shit that he's talking about. He's and he's lately most of the time he's talking out of his ass when it comes to certain subjects. And yeah, he's been he's just being very controversial. I don't know why. That's why I stopped listening to him because he's starting saying. Goofy shit that you're not like, like what? You're just screaming out of nowhere because of what? Oh, get the fuck out of here. So, so yeah, guys, that's basically the fallout with Spotify and Joe Biden. And to be honest, guys, my, uh, my opinion with that is that Joe Biden is an idiot. 
And I agree with Charlemagne. You don't earn what you deserve. You earn what you negotiate. Take it as it is, guys. Because on the, on the episode of The Brilliant Is, which they explain very specific, I'm going to give you guys a rundown to it. But on one section of the, sh- of the episode, they basically say, like, the, you will never, you will never, never, ever, ever going to get the money that you want or you re- reserve or you deserve. You're always going to get less. But it's your job to negotiate, to push as far. How far can you go to get that? Because you're trying to get leverage. And then once you got that leverage, your 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 worth starts to increase a little bit more and you can still negotiate. And once you leverage that, you can leverage um hooking up with some other networks and some other people. And then you can connect, 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 connect. Basically a massive network shit that you can connect with a bunch of people. And then what you can basically end up doing is basically, all right, I'm going to negotiate more or less. I'm going to ask for this. They're going to global me. So my main goal is basically ask for half of what that go meet halfway, meet way. That's how you do negotiate. You don't always get what you want. No, you always negotiate mostly in the middle of what they can offer you and what you want. You always negotiate to the middle. It's called the happy, happy ground, meet in the middle. And then before you know it, boom. All right, let's sign the deal. Basically. So it was stupid from Joe Biden to ever quit, uh, not negotiate well. And I agree. He didn't do his job well or his lawyers or his reps. I don't know. I was stupid for him, especially Spotify. One of the biggest platforms like other than Spotify, you got either iHeartRadio or SoundCloud and Apple Music. Like, okay. But Spotify is literally one of the biggest right now in the music industry. That's where everybody's literally in. They stream everything from their phones for that. And yeah, letting it go, that that was stupid, guys. That was basically stupid. So I'm just going to go on. Um, speaking on audio and music, we're going to go a little quick talk about the WAP song that everybody's been talking about and being a lot of, lot of controversial on that fucking song. On the previous episode, me and Archie talked about a lot, a, a bit about that in the like in the last couple of minutes before the episode. And we talked about it like. As we agree and disagree on certain things, like mostly I agree to what Archie was saying because, yeah, it is true. Like, obviously, they're trying to normalize something. They're trying to normalize something in which they're trying to push the threshold and then so on and so on. The threshold becomes, you know, like, all right, what's what's after this, this and then so on and so on until it becomes normal when we're talking about web shit. My issue about it is like, okay. Nicki Minaj, I mean, not, not Nicki Minaj, sorry, guys. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, they're both rappers. So when they did the WAP song, um, to me, I was like, okay, they did a, I mean, it's a nasty song, but I don't like it, but all right, cool. It's not like nothing new I've never, I've never heard of. Shit. How many times Miss Elliot been talking about her downstairs on her songs? Or her doing it. How many times I've heard little Kim talking about that shit? Nicki Minaj talk about her, her, her poom poom on when she does this collaboration chats with other rappers. This ain't the fucking first time I'm hearing. Like guys, my argument in all this is how many hypocrites are in this in this world that they're saying like, oh my god, that's nasty. It's like guys, this is not the first time we heard something like this. Like, we heard this from Miss Elliot, from Little Kim, from fucking Nicki Minaj for a bunch of club songs or even her own songs. Like, we've heard this before. 
Why are we giving much attention to Cardi B and Megan Stein? Why are we giving them shit? They're rappers. That's what rappers do. They're supposed to talk about nasty stuff. That's what they do. Oh, just because they're women and they're talking about they're downstairs and shit and whatnot. How many times have I not heard of a fucking rapper talk about Molly, drugs, Percocet, fucking future on Percocet, Percocet, Molly Percocet. Like, how many fucking rappers have we heard about drugs? And that's way worse topics than talking about the downstairs of a woman, especially when the rappers are talking about themselves and they don't give a fuck. They, they know it. How is that different from other rappers talking about drugs and shit and whatnot? You're OK with that? Or when they're talking about killing others, how many rap music have we heard about other people saying, like, we're going to kill you or we're going to beat the fuck out of you? Gang bang, shitty, shitty, gang bang. Like, how many times have we heard not heard it? Shit. How many times have we not heard them saying fucking other women and shit and whatnot. How many times have we not heard of seeing this shit? And we made we make that shit as normal, but when two women does it, holy shit, we need to stop the world because this is bad. I don't want this to be her. It's like, get the fuck out of here, guys. Like, seriously, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to talk about much because I discussed most of this stuff in my previous episodes, but I, I just want to touch it on my own personal take about this. Like, I don't like the song personally, but it's nothing new that I've never uh, that I haven't heard of of any other hip hop or trap or rap song. To be honest, fucking a R and B R Kelly. How many times have we hear a fucking R Kelly song? And are you gonna tell me that most of his songs do not associate with underage women? And we believe and we t- and we hear our Kelly music and we think that's fucking normal. Newsflash, our Kelly is in fucking jail because of all the shitty shit that he did going with underage women. He's in fucking jail and he deserves to be in jail and rot and die in there straight up. But still, there's still fucking people listening to fucking our Kelly songs. And most of the R. Kelly songs is, yeah, it's romantic and shit. But if you actually hear their lyrics very carefully, they say nasty stuff about underage. But that's normal. That's okay. That's okay. Cardi B and, and Megan Stallion talk about their downstairs. No, 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 no. Are killing music? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hypocrites, guys. And I'll be honest. It was a great marketing move from either Cardi B's people or Megan Stallion or both together. It was a great marketing move to do this song. And to put it out in the public because that's exactly what they want. They want you to talk about it. And believe it or not, that's that's what ma- it's making the numbers nowadays. You're talking about it because you're trending it. It's becoming a trend. Every fucking social media, you can put hashtag what, bro. Every, their song has been put out there. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's listening about it. Every, every talk show host, radio, news, Podcasts, whatnot, everybody's talking about it. Boom, you made it through. You made everybody talk about it. Smart decision for you. It was a nice marketing move from them. So kudos for those guys. Now, on to the last subject in which I'm not going to say it was a smart marketing move and also talk about our kitty and underage women. <laughs> We're going to talk about the backlash that Netflix is right now receiving right now due to the latest marketing move they 
pool. And I got to say, it's the stupidest marketing choice they ever did. And like, wow. Wow. So if you guys are living under the rock and you don't have no idea why people are, are posting their Facebooks or Twitter saying, I'm going to cancel my Netflix account or boycott Netflix or shit like that. Let me give you a little rundown. So apparently Netflix bought the rights to a movie so they can release it in Netflix in America. It's or I believe it was an already made movie. Granted, I've never seen this movie, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more later on. It's a French movie. Uh, I think it was uh, Mignone, Mignone, something like that. I think it's title. Uh, I think that's French for little, little one or small, something like that. I'm not French. Uh, uh, any, any, uh, any people who in the audience can correct me, comment down below. Um, but yeah, and they put it on on Netflix. They their era Netflix. Problem to this is that the movie, they decided to change the name of the movie from Mignone to Cuties. All right, okay, cool. So far, so good. Until they went to the marketing part. When they put the trailer and they put the poster, the poster is basically four little girls in a sense of half-naked um, dance wear clothes and twerking. And that's what the trailer showed up as well. I was like... Uh, okay. I'm not watching that. That's, I ain't watching shit. No way. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they're receiving a huge backlash of this because of their poor decision marketing. It's basically they're trying to sexualize young girls out there to get ratings. And people are losing their shit right now because they want to cancel it. Because they're not going to see a movie about little girls doing twerk and shit and whatnot. Fair enough. I Yeah, I agree. I don't want that too. Mm -mm. I don't want to see that either. I was I was in the fence. I was like, wow, that's fucked up from Netflix. Like, what the fuck? Why would you do something like that? When I saw the trailer, the original trailer, the French trailer, I was like, wait, is this the same movie as the one that did the trailer? Holy shit, it is. It's the same movie from Netflix, Cuties. Cuties and Mignon is the same movie. They haven't changed anything. They just changed the name and the posters and marketing and whatnot. It's the same movie. It's like, why the fuck the French trailer is way different than the Netflix version of the trailer? So I look into it even more and I and it pit my curiosity. It's like, how the wait, what is going on? Why did Netflix did such a horrible job on this? So I try to go search even more information about this, did my research, and apparently the movie is not about gir little girls dancing and doing twerking. Like, no, that's a that's one scene of the movie, but that's not what the movie is about. No, the movie goes way beyond that on a level of cringeworthy and accepting reality, because this is exactly what's happening. In layman's terms, I granted, I have not seen the movie and I cannot criticize m much about the movie because I haven't seen it. And that's something I always say, like, I can't criticize something if I haven't seen it. I can critique what I've seen from the clips and based on what people's reaction, I can critique people's reaction and what they think of. Yes, but I'm not going to critique the movie. I'm not going to say, well, it's a great movie. You should watch it or it's a, movie, or it's a horrible movie. You shouldn't watch it. Like, no, no. But based off what I'm seeing and when I'm doing my research and what 
what people's reaction and what they were saying about them seeing the movie and whatnot. They basically talk about it's like it's not even about that. It's about this girl on the on a certain religion. I forgot what it was. And her her dad is about to marry her second wife. And, and it's and it's something normal that happens in the in the in that religion. And then she's distraught because she don't she doesn't know what to do with her life and whatnot. So she starts moving in with her dad. And then she goes to that regular normal life. But in reality, it's all fake and phony because obviously everybody's all fucked up. Like all the girls with their cell phones try to try to sexualize themselves because of you know TikTok or or selfie. Let me take a selfie and shit like that. And then they start doing dancing and whatnot and I, I want certain point the girl just like says enough. I cannot live this fake life. This is not the life I wanted. And then goes back to her mom and lives a happier life with her mom. That's what I caught in all this. So I was like, okay. So that's what the movie is. So I was like, why the fuck Netflix did a poor marketing job on that? Like they know the movie is not about that. But people are putting it as if it's about that. So two things I got I got to say about this. One, Netflix, you did a horrible fucking job on marketing this movie. Horrible. Changing the name and having the trailer to show more of little girls dancing. That is the stupidest shit you could ever think about. Yes, yes. But we got the people talking. Yes, at what expense? See, there's a difference about having people talking about a certain thing and numbers going up versus people are talking about a certain thing and your numbers are going down. I just saw the Netflix stock market is dropping. Yeah, all because of that movie. Well, because they did a horrible marketing job out of it. They should have actually did the original trailer, which is the French, and explain what it is and, and do all that stuff. But they didn't do a great job out of it. Very fuck fucking stupid out of it so i'm not gonna watch the movie i don't need to uh but i can see why people are mad about it i can see i can understand however second thing i'm gonna talk about is i i know this type of movie these movies are those type of movies that makes you feel a certain way makes you feel like uncomfortable like i don't want to be in this position I don't want my daughter to be in this position. I don't want my niece, my grandchildren, my whatever, my cousin or sister, whatever. I don't want them to be in this position. That's what that type of movie is. It's those mo- It's that movie that makes you feel cringeworthy, uncomfortable. Like, why are you showing this? Why is this happening? Why am I seeing this? It's because it's one of those movies that de- depicts of reality, of what's happening with reality, of what's going on in reality. Something that Archie was saying is people do not want to live in reality. They want to live in their own fantasy world. That's why we get, you got so many of these Instagram models and TikTok users and whatnot. Because that's the only source of living. And the movie depicts of that. The movie tells about this is what's happening and this is where has gone to our little kids, our little kids watching this, doing this type of shit. That's what it's doing. That's what the movies is all about. Making you feel uncomfortable. 
maybe it's it's that movie that makes you feel uncomfortable because you want to deny that reality, but you can't because that's what's really happening in real life. And it's your job to do something about it. That's why people are canceling it for only for, and I, I agree, for those who are watched the movie, they feel like they want to cancel it and blah, blah, blah. More power to you guys. Kudos. But I have an issue with the people who hasn't watched the movie and they criticizing it and they want to boycott Netflix. They want to ban Netflix. They want to cancel their Netflix account. Those are the people that I have a problem with. I have a problem with those people because you didn't do your research. You went on without facts. It's all based on opinion. And this is why we always say, don't judge a book by its cover. Granted, the cover of the book is fucked up. Yeah, like it could be a better cover than that. But that, there's another one. Lutz could be deceiving. Shit. Yes. Again, the look of the of the trailer and the, uh, the poster. Yeah, not the brightest idea to choose that one. Like you could have kept with the original one, but no. But it's still it's the concept. Like like I said earlier, it, I'm not gonna criticize this movie. I'm not going to say anything about this movie because I haven't watched it. I've only seen what people talked about it. The people that watched the movie that talked about it, what their opinion about it, what they thought about it. And that's it. I'm not going to criticize the movie, whether it's good or it's bad. But based on what I heard, it's one of those movies that hits you in the core, makes you uncomfortable. It's one of those movies that, you know, it's going to make you feel like something and like you don't want to watch it anymore and that you... You want to distance yourself. And the reason why there's these certain movies, it's because it, it's something in your mind. It triggers you. It triggers you to a point like, like, shit, bro. Like, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen to someone I know, to my daughter, to my, to my cousin, my sister, to anybody. I, I don't want this to happen. But it's happening. In real life, it is happening. Technology is advancing. And kids are learning very quick to the point that they can get to the tablets and do all this type of shit. Something that I will point out that I saw in, from Abba and Preach. Shout out to those guys. That's another that's another channel you guys should follow. Abba and Preach. They're two comedians who actually report facts with research and whatnot. Love those guys. And they talked about this. And one of the things they say is that one of the critics were saying that this is nothing compared to real life. Dancing. You you thought that seeing girls on a movie twerking and dancing is bad? Like, no. On a dance studio, that when they dance like shit like that, that's how they are. In fact, even worse. Little girls, mind you, soccer moms want to push them to do dancing and they want to be and they will do whatever it takes to, to sexualizing them or something like that. Some sick shit. But I was like, oh, shit. Wow. But still, people have a, don't have a brain and they still want to criticize it. And they were like, this is for pedophiles. Pedophiles are going to love this shit and whatnot. Guys, fuck the pedophiles. They can rot in hell for all I care. But besides, this is not the only movie. There, I've, I've heard and seen dance movies like that, that, you know, they try to sexualize little girls like that. It's not the first one. And people are talking out of their asses without having seen the movie. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with people that talk out of their asses without having their actual fats on. And it's all based on opinion and what's uh, what's uh, superficial and what's in front of them. I get it that you're mad and you're like you want to boycott, cancel Netflix and 
ban them, whatever, boycott shit. Like, all right, good luck. It's a multi-million dollar uh, company. You're not going to do that. It's not going to happen. No way. But yeah, good luck. Good luck. And I get it. Everybody has the right to do that. It's only valid if you've seen the movie. Because I'm pretty sure if you've seen the movie, I'm pretty sure your feelings might change a bit. And you'll be like, ooh, okay. Maybe I shouldn't boycott Netflix. I, I see what they, what they did in the movie. Once again, guys, huge bad marketing from Netflix. It was a bad decision. And I, hopefully, I think that top of Netflix, they fired the entire marketing team for doing some stupid shit. Or whoever were part of that marketing team, I'm pretty sure they fired their asses. Guaranteed. Because they don't want, when they see this, when they, it's affecting their money, trust me, they're going to fire some people for doing some stupid shit like that. Trust me, it's going to happen. But like I said, guys, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't go ahead and, and start saying like, Cancel Netflix without even fucking saying well seeing the fucking movie. I I would not see the movie. I'm not interested of in seeing it. If I get to see it, then I definitely will feel extremely uncomfortable. But at least I will have a saying and a word say like, "Hey, I saw the movie, and yeah, it's I don't like it. it's fucked up, but it's basically true shit. It's reality shit. Like I see it's happening in real life and real world, and this is the real world problems that we're having and everybody's decide to live their own fantasy instead of accepting the, the, the reality of it. So that's why we're having these problems. That's why we're having these movies. It's a huge controversial movie. But guys, if you haven't seen the movie, shut the fuck up. Straight up. Shut the fuck up. Speak only when you see the movie and you still feel that, no, I don't like it because it does essentialize little girls. Okay, then, yeah. Then I got nothing to say to you. I got nothing against it. It's your own right. But if you haven't seen the movie and it's all based on the trailer and the and the poster and you want to boycott or ban Netflix, dude, get a fucking life and shut the fuck up. Don't talk shit about shit that you don't know. Don't come at me with your opinion. Come at me with facts. That's how you win arguments. Facts. When you did your research. If you don't, why are you talking about it? So... I don't know, guys. That's my thoughts about it. Like, uh, I don't like that Netflix did that move. I don't like the movie. I'm not going to watch it. That's my that's me. That's what I think about it. But not going to talk shit about it if I haven't seen it. And that's short as hell. I'm not going to cancel my fucking Netflix account. Well, are you fucking kidding me? And I hate people when they... Oh, I hate people. They're so hypocrite and stupid. They say... Oh, you're not canceling Netflix? Oh, so you support pedophiles. Like, what? 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 When did I ever say that I support them? Just because I'm not canceling my Netflix account? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not, I said, I'm not going to watch the movie, but I still had to guess it. No, I got a lot of shows that I want to watch. I got a lot of movies I want to watch. I want to have a sort of entertainment. Oh, then you're part of the problem. It's like, no, you are part of the problem. You can't tell somebody to cancel their own account just because of a bad movie. And I get, I repeat myself of saying it, but I'm not going to stop repeating it because I want to make it clear, guys. It's a bad movie. And I want, I keep repeating it because I don't want people to take content and the contents of what I'm saying. It's a bad movie. Yes, it's a bad, I mean, not bad movie. It's a bad marketing movie. They should have marketed better. And maybe people will tend to watch it better. But 
Netflix did the horrible job on this and they should have done that. But once again, I stand my ground with don't judge a book by its cover. Look and see the movie and judge it by yourself. But don't judge about it and don't tell people to cancel their fucking Netflix account and start saying like, oh, then you support pedals and you support them because, you know, you don't you don't want to cancel yourself. It's like, no, I'm not supporting it. I didn't even say that. When did I even say that out of my mouth? Like, no, hell no. Fuck them. No way. I'm not supporting any of them, but I'm not going to go ahead and, and boycott Netflix and cancel my fucking Netflix account because of one stupid ass movie that they did. They could have marketed it way better, but shit, there's fucking stupid about it, but I'm not going to cancel it because there's still shows I want to watch. And that, and yeah, that's totally up to you. If you want to cancel your fucking Netflix, that's all again, that's on your own, right? But you know, whatever. I'm just talking shit. This is what I think. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, wow. So like, we did it under one hour. That's good. Um, wish I could be a little bit earlier, but I, these are just some of the thoughts I was thinking about it. And to finish it off, Joe Budden is an idiot. He did a horrible negotiation with Spotify. He could have negotiated better. What can you learn from this? Um, first of all, don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's first of all. Second of all, if you feel like you're underappreciated and you deserve more, you negotiate. You negotiate, can we get a little bit more? Let's look for a happy medium. And then you get what you want. So don't do Joe Budden. And Joe Budden talking smack to Charlamagne the God. And Charlamagne the God basically silenced Joe Budden. Second thing we talked about, WAP. Uh, it's another rap song. Only this time girls are, are talking about their downstairs. It's not guys. But hey, I'd rather have them talk about down, downstairs than them encouraging say stuff like, Drink, I take some molly in my flow. I, I go wasted, get lit or shit like that. Even though I didn't like the song. But they're trying to normalize it because it's such we're in such an, a misogynistic um, industry. And there's not enough female representation. And I believe females need to take over a little bit more and have more voice. It's going to be an episode about that. And I'm I'm going to bring somebody in, in the industry. Hopefully she can come around and we're going to talk about that type of stuff. So um, last thing we learned about um, the, the, the worst marketing movie ever done by Netflix. And they did a horrible job out of it. People are going nuts. It's going to drop the stats. I don't know how they're going to recover. They will recover, but they're not going to get boycott or banned. That's for sure. But I will say this. Don't judge a book by its cover. This is the third time I'm saying it. Probably the fourth or fifth. I don't care. I'm not going to stop saying it. Watch the movie before you start criticizing it. And that's an outlook for an enemy fan. If there's a song, listen to it and then criticize it. Don't be like, Oh, yeah, that sounds sucks, but you haven't heard of it, but it sucks. That's like the worst critique ever. So my final thoughts, everything that has happened, um, Joe Biden is an idiot, did the worst negotiation ever. And now I don't know where is he heading because the, the podcast is probably the only thing that's giving him money and he will remain uh, a corporate bitch. From love, from love and hip hop. That's MTV, and from P Diddy on on his show. Sorry, 
you just wasted your 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 opportunity with Spotify. Now nobody wants to make a deal with you. My final thoughts on the WAP. Uh, like I said, it's another it's another hip hop song, and people are just so hypocrites to talk about it by saying like, "Oh, they shouldn't be talking about." It. I don't want my little girl listen to that, but your little girl um listens to fucking Snoop Dogg and Daddy Yankee and and Nicki Minaj and shit like that, and they and. Little Wayne and Drake and they talk shit like that. Like the fuck. And we have it's not like we haven't heard all this bad stuff from 50 and Eminem. Like <laughs> the hypocrisy. And my final thoughts, Netflix, you're a bunch of dumb fucks for doing a marketing team. I suggest you fire your entire marketing team for letting this happen and, and approve it. And everybody who you know what? Fire everybody in the marketing team. Everybody in the marketing department. Fire them. Get a new one. Because that was horrible, and you need you need a new P, you need to clean up on this new PR nightmare that you guys got. And don't judge a book by its cover. If you're gonna critique something, whether it's a song, a movie, or something, watch it, hear it. Don't just critique it just because of your feelings or based of superficial stuff. No, critique it because you heard and you saw it, and this is what you think about it. And the, and last thing. Don't ever fucking say can't do something or cancel because you're supporting this. That's the same thing as I heard from fucking uh, Democrats and Republicans and Trump supporters saying like, I don't support Trump at all. It's like, oh, so you're so you're a liberal. So you're leftist, huh? And I'm like, no, I don't support the Democrats either. But I didn't even say anything about Democrats or anything. You you saying you're assuming, you know what, guys? Don't ever assume because when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Strong words for somebody I knew. So recommendations. The best thing I can tell you guys in in everything. I think the better, the best advice I can give you guys is you don't earn what you deserve. You earn what you negotiate from Charlemagne the guy. That's the best thing I can tell you guys. Like. If you want something, negotiate. Don't don't just go guns blazing because that's not going to work. Not in this industry. And it's very un-African industry. So we're going to wrap this up, guys. So it's it's a very long episode. I didn't want it to be this long, but we managed to cover it so we don't have to divide it. So, guys. So thank you guys for listening. And remember, it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic every Friday. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And of course, you can check out my YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. Comment down below to share your experience, your thoughts, and Hey, guys, if you guys got something about this, let me know in the comments down below. If you want a certain topic to talk about, let me know and we can talk about it next week. What are your thoughts about this, guys? Let's hear it. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one. Peace.